Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. Before I get to today's question, which is uh, how do I move on? This is a common question, uh, but I think an important one, and I'm going to go through the high level of how to move on, but also I really want to give practical tips, mindset, uh, ways uh, to move on. So before we get into that, I want to share a revelation. By the way, I think it's important that we reflect on our revelations. Um, When I was in film school, I remember one of my screenwriting teachers wouldn't let us leave the classroom after the class was over until we shared a revelation. And I remember how annoyed I was at that and how lame I thought that was. But now as a therapist, (laughs) I actually respect that. I love that he made us reflect and think about what we learned, right? What was the insight? What was uh, anything that we learned about? Well, in that case, it was movies. But in, in, in this case, anything that you've learned about yourself, about your definitions, about love, about the world, about relationships, right? Anything. I think it's important to look at that and know that we are always having revelations. The days go by so fast. And if we don't take a break and stop, uh, it's easy to just go through life not being aware not being able to connect dots you know not being able to experiment and learn more about yourself so my most recent revelation was uh this weekend after running a weekend workshop based off uh me and vanessa's book it's not me it's you and um you know, I, I've spent a lot of time by myself looking at screens, starting on Tumblr like 12 years ago before broadband, before social media, before um, when everyone was on AOL and web webcams were things that you plugged in, right? Like those days, I spent, uh, man, like five years just blogging and being alone with my thoughts And then after that, uh, once social media became a thing, spent, uh, I mean, I guess six years, I mean, until today, all the way up until today, documenting my story. And so I've always kind of been behind the scenes and of course, writing books, right? So um, I haven't really, besides Zoom sessions with my, my clients, and I only have a handful, but I haven't really been in front of people running groups and um, and working and, and, and trying to help in a very long time. And so my revelation was this, after this weekend, running a two-day workshop in person, helping couples with relationships, um, I was reminded about the importance of the human exchange. And I really believe... Uh, that it's needed. I'm leaving the weekend refreshed, reminded the importance of 
eye contact and sharing stories and being in the room in person with real people. I'm an introvert, so I like being alone. Um, but even introverts need that because we're human. And so I just, I think it's prescribed to get more of that in your life if you feel that you you need it, you know? Um, so yeah, any time that, and this is gonna, I'm gonna tie this into uh, what moving on looks like. But any time that I have an opportunity to be in front of people and give myself a real three-dimensional, a 360 human exchange, I'm going to take it because my life is designed in a way where if I don't take it, by default, I'm alone a lot and staring at screens, right? Anyway, so that's my revelation and then, and that's why um, I'm doing this uh, episode in front of the gym because I'm about to jump into class where um, I'm going to engage with uh, real people and sweat and have an experience where um, the community itself can be uh, healing. Okay, to your question, how do you move on? I think the first step, and what I'm about to say is a little controversial, the first step is to uh, get yourself to believe, and this is the reframe, that your relationship has expired. And I know why I get pushed back on this. John, you're comparing relationships to milk, this idea of an expiration. Also, if you say that you're minimizing the relationship, you're not being respectful to the relationship, um, by saying that a relationship has expired, you may be using it as an escape or uh, to not do any work. And I get all of that. But for me, every time a relationship has ended, I would have to tell myself that it has expired because it helps me accept it, you know? It makes me believe that, or if I could convince myself that it wasn't meant to go a day further or it wasn't meant to end a day sooner, there's a lot of acceptance in that. So knowing that relationships do expire and that yours has expired, you know? And then that's, so that's like step one. And, and then you have to start playing the documentary, not the highlight reel. I think what's going to happen, and this is normal, once we go through a breakup, um, there's a lot of feelings that come up. You know, you're going to get lonely. You're going to start thinking about what happened. And a lot of times before we examine the black box, because it takes distance and time to do that, we start feeling lonely. And then we start playing back all the good moments, the happy moments, the um, whatever what was whatever was good in that relationship. And then we're really quick to forget what didn't work, right? And then we start um, convincing ourselves that oh, maybe I should give this a second try, or maybe I should contact them. Maybe we should do a round two. A lot of people follow through with this and then realize the same problems uh, that cause this relationship to expire are still there nothing has changed and we waste a lot of time and then we get like hurt again right so we're just peeling scabs so you gotta start playing the documentary and by documentary i mean you gotta start playing what went wrong and why this didn't work right daily as a reminder and as you're doing that you gotta start building a new life you got to start designing something new. So after any expired relationship, 
the soil for growth is very rich. And this is when you can say, what kind of life do I want to build? What do I want now? Because I'm probably different now, right? And I'm, what I want today is probably different than what I wanted uh, three, four, five years ago or when I was in this relationship. How do I want to design my life? What do I want to put weight on? What is important to me, right? And this is the beginning of your your journey, your singlehood journey. And it doesn't mean that you can't date. It doesn't mean that you can't go be with other people, but it just means that you have to put yourself first because it's easy to get lost and put all your needs aside when you're in a relationship because there's a lot of chemicals shooting in your brain. You just want to be with that person. It's new, exciting, and you can slowly forget about your life, right? And then what you bring to the table in that relationship is not a full, whole, boundaried version of you 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 bring more of a dependent possibly desperate um in work disconnected version of you and then that relationship is going to be lopsided or it's not going to work out or whatever right so when you're single the ticking clock isn't that you're getting older the ticking clock is that you're going to meet someone that you want to invest in again and you don't know when that's going to happen it could be tomorrow. It could be five years from now. So before you do, because you don't know when that's going to happen, you better bust your ass <laughs> building a life that has legs, that has joy, that has connection, that has you wearing a cape and not a bib, right? Build a life that stands on its own, that doesn't require a love or someone else for you to be happy and once you build this life the other thing that happens is it makes you more attractive it makes you more attractive because you become less desperate now it's okay to be lonely we are human and you're gonna feel loneliness but feeling loneliness doesn't mean that you are lonely or defective does that make sense loneliness like any feeling is normal and it's gonna come and here's the other thing wouldn't you rather feel alone or lonely in um, when you're single? Because if if you're feeling loneliness consistently when you're in a relationship, uh, that's a red flag, right? So I know that many singles, when um, they have long stretches of being single, they get very depressed because they feel lonely. I get it. I've been there many times and you start wondering, fuck, when am I going to meet someone? And uh, you start you know, losing hope and and all of that, you are going to meet someone. You're going to meet many people. The question isn't when you're going to meet someone. The question is, what are you bringing to the table when you do? The question is, who are you going to be when you meet someone? The question is, how are you going to think and behave that's different than last time, right? So you don't repeat patterns. The question is, what do you want now? And how is that different than before? And so as you ask these questions, you go on this journey, you start rebuilding your life, you start moving these life chips into different places to what's valuable to you today, not yesterday. Um, and as you have distance from this relationship and you're not so close to it, you can now examine the black box. And what I'm talking about is why the plane went down. And there's valuable information in this black box. 
And it's not about reviewing what he or she did. Because I think there's less value in that. Because that you're just pointing fingers, right? So what it's about is what was your contribution to the exploration? Why, what did you do for the plane to go down? So the more ownership you take, the more information and value you're going to have so you can change and bring something new to the next relationship, which is going to give that relationship a better chance. So once you have some distance from the feelings of hurt or anger, resentment, whatever you're going through after a relationship, then it's time to examine the black box. With the distance, you can say, oh, I see why it went down. I see what my contribution was. I see where um, I acted from my attachment style or whatever you did or whatever your pattern was. I see how that contributed to the plane going down. And then taking ownership. What can I do now to break those patterns, right? And as you take ownership, you're going to do a self-study. You're going to learn about yourself more and, 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 and how you work. And as you do that, you're going to have a map of what you need to work on. So it's not just about going to the gym or getting abs or having uh, dyeing your hair or whatever. It's about internal work, right? And this, I think, is what is going to be the game changer. Because as you work on you, as you study you, how you work, what you want, um, process a lot of this and also work through, but maybe also like heal, you know, heal from stuff that... Uh, um, a lot of wounds, you know, starting from childhood, right? As you do that, you go through this hero's journey. Uh, you have to slay some dragons. You have to face some shit. Look at some stuff that's hard to look at. And as you work through that, yes, that's hard and painful. And um, that's what uh, uh, that's what the um, singlehood journey is really about. Uh, you're going to come back through the to the other side different and changed more connected to self and then you're going to bring more value to uh the next relationship and and who you decide to invest in it's not really about moving on it's about rebuilding reconnecting it's about reestablishing a sense of self that may have gotten lost in that relationship it's about redesigning your life it's about creating new definitions right i mean is your definition of love the same as when you were in high school of course not so it's not about moving on it's about all of that and then creating a new love experience that slowly starts to eclipse the old and while you're doing this don't be hard on yourself like yes you're gonna be lonely yes you're gonna think about your ex maybe there may be days that you miss and crave your ex, and that's okay. Doesn't mean that doesn't mean you want to build a relationship with your ex. That just means that you're human and you're going through it, right? The other tip I want to give is out of your head, out of your house. And you can be an introvert. I'm an introvert, and you may not want to be social every day, but get outside. The world is big. There are things to do. There are other experiences you could give yourself than sitting on the couch eating Cheetos and feeling lonely. So out of your head, because your head is probably the, 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 the most dangerous place to be, lots of distorted thinking and spinning and what ifs, right? That can become an addiction. So get out of your head 
and get out of your house. By getting out of your house, you're going to be able to get out of your head more. Does that make sense? Um, my long stretch of singlehood after divorce, I got out of my house by doing fitness, by riding my motorcycle, by running on the beach, taking in a lot, lot of audio, like audiobooks, going on walks, um, coffee and crepe with friends, conversations. And then uh, fulfilling my needs, uh, mental, spiritual, physical, sexual. And sexual doesn't just mean to have sex with other people, but as a sexual being. And as you're fulfilling your needs, uh, like, an, like, like an equalizer, um, you are playing with, you know, treble and bass and, and all these little dials and le levels. Um, you're also creating a runway. You are creating new tracks for your relationship with yourself and you're creating momentum so when you find someone that you're excited about you don't lose your self-care right you don't lose all the things that you worked so hard for to build when you're single a lot of times if it a lot of times people don't do this they get no momentum they start this find love or find someone else and then all that shit goes out the window and they no longer have a life or want a life because they're just like burying themselves into this new love. So you want to get a head start. You want runway. I hope that helps. Uh, thank you for listening. And also, hey, uh, a little housekeeping. My new podcast, Single on Purpose, is a great thing to listen to because it's not just me. It's rotating wellness experts. We even have someone doing... Uh, astrology readings on the first week of every month and those readings are also targeted toward um, how the stars are lined up for you to maneuver in relationships which is really interesting so the full box of wellness crayons on the single purpose podcast and also um, i'm starting to do live zooms for my text community i blast out texts it is subscription i forgot what it is i think it's like $12 a month, $14 a month, but you get a text every day, access to uh, these live group hangs. It's my OnlyFans. I keep my clothes on. You don't want to see me with my clothes off, but it's kind of like my OnlyFans. It's a private community and, uh, you know, discount codes and all that stuff. A lot of, lot of, lot of wellness goodies. So click on uh, my bio link on my social or just go to theangrytherapist.com and you can join that. And I will see you hopefully live in one of these Zoom hangs. All right. Thank you for listening. Be well. Hey, if you have a passion for helping others and you want to create a more meaningful career or add to your current skill set, it's time to become a life coach with Lumia. When I became a life coach many years ago, there wasn't anything like this. So I developed this program alongside with Noel Cordeaux, Lumia Coach Training. And it's amazing. It's 100% live and online, meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, ICF accredited to with 20 diverse instructors in a thriving alumni community. Go to theangrytherapist.com and click on Become a Coach and explore Lumia Coach Training. I'll see you in class.